The following is a WebmasterRadio.fm special presentation. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Best Search Strategies, presented by Engine Ready. Engine Ready doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Now please welcome your hosts, the Vice President of Engine Ready, Brian Lewis, and for WebmasterRadio.fm, Jim Hedger. Welcome to Best Search Strategies, brought to you by Engine Ready. You know, Engine Ready doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. You can find out more at EngineReady.com, and today we have Brian Lewis, Vice President of Engine Ready. Brian, welcome to uh, Best Search Strategies. Hey, Jim. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. Thank you. I want to talk to you today about outsourcing search marketing. Um, I guess this is for larger companies who are, they know they need to do search marketing. They know they can't handle it in-house or themselves and they need to outsource, they need to find the right agency. You guys just wrote a white paper, an agency checklist, and I, you know, I sort of wanted to go through your ideas on, on how to properly outsource uh, the search marketing. Yeah, you know, what we've realized working with clients is that there are so many variables involved for a company to really consider when they're looking to outsource their search, uh, you know, more so than just the usual, does the agency have the necessary talent and skills to do the job? And uh, what we wanted to do was put together a resource that could really help out companies that are, are looking to outsource their search marketing. And uh, what we did is, is, is we're focusing on uh, three different types of questions. And what we want is first questions that you should be asking yourself, questions that the company needs to, to really consider before they even start doing their, their search for an agency. Uh, secondly, then questions that the uh, company should be asking the prospective agency. And then finally, questions that the company should be expecting to hear and be prepared to answer from the prospective agency. We know there's a lot of questions we have to cover, but before we get to that, I kind of want to look at why it's so difficult to make this decision, you know, you, you know you need the search marketing service, but what are some of the barriers for decision makers um, who, have, who have online components of their businesses? Um, what, what are some of the barriers to choosing a good company? The barriers are the almost infinite amount of choices, Jim. It's just amazing the number of search agencies that have popped up. I mean, really, there's very few barriers to entry to start your own search agency. And so uh, there's all sorts of different pricing models. There's all sorts of different uh, delivery options. And uh, there's a, a lot of hype on the Internet surrounding uh, some of these companies. In fact, uh, a little story here. Uh, my, my brother-in-law just uh, unfortunately went through a divorce and uh, so he's kind of started looking at that Internet dating. And uh, he, he was telling me about some of the adventures uh, in meeting the right people. And I thought, wow, this is a lot like companies looking for a search agency. You know, there's, there's a lot of possibilities to evaluate. Uh, you know you need to be a little bit wary of, of what you're reading. Uh, whether that's the profile of somebody or or a search agency's copy. And uh, the cost of making a poor decision 
can be pretty high. Uh, you know, you don't want to tie yourself in with an agency for a long period of time and then find out, geez, after a couple months, you know what, I, I think I made the wrong choice because of whatever the reason is. Oh, and the, co- the cost could be enormous. I mean, the, the cost could be a quarter or two quarters of business. Right, right. You say that there's uh, really three lines of questioning a company has to, or an individual or a company has to sort of look at before choosing the, the, their, their search marketing partner, questions they need to ask themselves, questions they need to ask their prospective agency, and questions the prospective agency should be asking them. What are some of the questions that a company or an individual with a business, um, what should they be asking themselves before uh, searching for a, a search marketing partner? I think the most important part of the whole process is some really deep introspection, yeah, really looking at what is it that the company's trying to achieve. And, uh, and sometimes that seems real basic and that uh, companies are all, of course I know what I want to achieve. I have a website. Uh, I've got fierce competition. I've got pressure on my margins. Uh, I need more business coming into my website at a cost-effective investment. But it really, your goals really need to be more specific than that. You really need to, yeah, I like to use the, the acronym SMART uh, when talking about goals. And, and, and SMART stands for your goal should be uh, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So it's important to really hone in on, you know, how much can I afford to pay for a lead? How much can I afford to pay for an order? Because ultimately this is how you're going to, one of, one of the main criteria you're going to use to evaluate the, uh, the agency's performance for you. Uh, the other thing is how much can you comfortably afford to spend on a monthly basis? And a lot of times uh, the company will like to leave that up to the agency. They'll say, hey, look, you guys are the experts. How much do you think we should, we should allocate to this? But you should still have a, a number in mind that you're, you're comfortable with. And, and then something that uh, companies leave out sometimes is what are their communication needs? Uh, some companies really want a strong, hands-on relationship with the agency. They really want constant communication, whether that's email or phone communication. Other companies say, hey, you know what, I'm paying you the management fee because I'm too busy to do this myself. Uh, I want to hear from you when things are happening or once a month, but I don't really want to be in contact with you all the time. So figure out what it is that you're looking for in that spectrum because that's one of the questions you're going to be wanting to ask the agency. Well, I think one of the problems for large and small businesses in looking for a search marketing partners, they don't necessarily understand how to set their goals. They don't know the metrics. They don't know what they're trying to measure. And often they don't even know what they're trying to accomplish. How would you help um, or advise somebody who was going through the goal setting process? How would they prioritize their actual needs? Well, we do this a lot with, uh, with, with pers- prospective clients because, Jim, you're absolutely right. A lot of companies... Uh, not because they're naive or ignorant, just because they haven't really gotten a handle on the actual numbers, have difficulty coming up with what those metrics are. So sometimes it, it, we have to make some certain assumptions. Uh, you know, generally, if we're, if we're working with a lead generation company, uh, hopefully the company will have some statistics on for all for let's say 100 leads that come in. What, what's the percentage of close, and what, what's the average? Uh, the average value of a closed lead, uh, and then, then we can help them back into what the cost of fulfilling that lead is, and then 
come up with a number that is a decent target for a cost per lead. E-commerce, a little bit easier, uh, because in, a, in most cases, we can really narrow down what is the gross margin of that product. And so if we take the sales amount and back out the cost of goods sold, that's going to start giving us some good information as to how much can we uh, afford to, uh, to pay for uh, an order. And, and, and the other thing that we really want to also keep track of is as we're moving forward in the engagement, is remember that not all of your leads and sales will come in directly online. They may come from a search ad, go online, but they call you up. And so it's important to have some good call tracking in place. Okay. And setting a budget. I mean, you, you, you don't want to call the prospective search marketing firm and tell them to have you set the budget. How, um, how should people just thumbnail what their, what their budgets will be? A lot of times, uh, they have done some search marketing before, whether that's in-house or uh, with another agency. So they'll, they'll have a certain comfort level of how much they could afford to spend. And generally, Jim, the answer is, hey, if you guys can, can give me a return, I, you know, I can spend the, the sky. Because uh, as long as is, uh, I'm making money on this thing, it, it, there's, there's really no limitation on my advertising dollars. Uh, but we want, we want to be able to make sure that they're going to be comfortable with whatever that budget is because uh, we, we want to make sure that they're not stressing, that they can't pay their other bills, obviously. And uh, we also need to make sure that that budget's going to be high enough so that we can get enough data that we can continue to optimize that account. Okay. My, I guess my last question in, the, in this section is it's pretty open-ended. Um, every client is very different and has you know, different ways of communicating. But as a service provider... How have you found most clients wish to communicate with you? All across the board. Uh, we do have a, a lot of clients who really want a lot of constant feedback, and uh, we're generally proactive about that anyways. So the way that we generally work with a client is you tell us when we're communicating with you too much. And I would say about a quarter of our clients are, are the types that, really just want to know when big things are happening. Uh, they certainly can, can get into their web analytics. Uh, you know, these, these are the types of companies that usually are, are, are larger, uh, quite sophisticated, and uh, you know, don't need the guidance as much as uh, some of the smaller companies. Uh, but uh, we have found that you can't communicate too much. And, and the communication really needs to be two ways, because we're obviously going to be, or the agency's obviously going to be providing some important information to the client as far as how the campaigns are performing, but it's also very critical for the company to communicate with the agency as far as what types of new promotions are coming, what types of uh, marketing, what types of new products uh, are, are coming aboard, or what types of products are being discontinued. Okay, well, on that, we're going we're gonna to want to jump to questions uh to ask an agency in, in, in just a moment. We have to take a quick break here on Best Search Strategies. I'd like to note that Best Search Strategies is brought to you by Engine Ready. Engine Ready doesn't just use Best Search Strategies. They create them. Find out more at EngineReady.com. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. 
Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. We're coming back on Best Search Strategies here on Webmaster Radio. Best Search Strategies is brought to you by EngineReady. And we have on the line Brian Lewis, Vice President of EngineReady. Brian, we're talking about outsourcing your search marketing to a third-party agency, a, a daunting and terrifying task for small and large businesses. But we've covered questions that the businesses ought to be asking themselves, but what about questions they should be asking the agency? What are, I guess, both small and large businesses looking for in a search marketing partner? A lot, a lot, a lot of things. And, and that's, that's why in our white paper there's actually 57 questions that we feel... Uh, a company should be thinking about when they start to search for uh, an agency that they're going to outsource to. Uh, So we're going to summarize some of these, Jim. And and the first one that that I want to summarize is just the whole credibility factor. As I mentioned earlier, there's really no barriers to entry to open up a search agency. Uh, And and in the last few years, there has been an enormous increase in the number of search agencies. So one of the things that a company wants to to be thinking about is is the credibility of this agency. How many years has this agency been in business? Uh, Make sure you get a list of referrals. And, And when you get a list of referrals, try to get a list of referrals that are roughly the same type of industry, at least the same type of business. In other words, if you're e-commerce, and, and they give you uh, some referrals that are lead generation. I mean, that's good, but you really want it, – it's a different skill set. You really want to talk to some other clients uh, that are in the same type of business or industry as you. Another credibility factor is see how active the upper management is in the uh, search marketing industry. Are they generally speaking at some of the, the larger industry conferences? Uh, do they contribute articles that get published in, uh, in, in the various industry publications? And also look for things like Google certifications, Yahoo certifications, and membership in uh, some of the more important search marketing organizations. 
Okay, so are these are these people meetable? Are they reputable? Do they have respect within the industry? Right, and that's even before you get into can they do the job. What we're looking at here is is do they seem to have a track record based on on their history that they've been able to bring results to companies? You know, a uh, search marketing company has to be made up of a lot more than just than just the management. I mean, search marketing is a multifaceted uh, multifaceted endeavor these days. Um, so it, it's it's got to be more than management that you're looking at. Absolutely, Jim. And and one of the things you want to look for is is the company filled with what I call numbers geeks? I mean, these people should really, really be driven by numbers. They should love analytics. They should make sure that their decisions are based on numbers. And some of the ways you can find that out is ask them what what analytics platforms do they use and they're comfortable with, and what types of advanced analytics techniques do they use, like path analysis, visitor segmentation. You can really dig in to see how much much they're really going to use the analytics to use the numbers to guide their strategies for your campaign. And, and of course, uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, you, you want to find out what do they do in the situation where a searcher clicks on a Google ad, goes to the website, and instead of ordering online, actually picks up the phone and calls the company online. How is that measured? Because those, are, those obviously should be uh, measured to the search ad, and uh, that's not going to be picked up by normal anal- analytics. So that's a, a very good question that you, you want to ask the agency. Well, I, there's a number of questions within this question, I guess, and I hope that you um, outline them in the white paper um, at agency checklist at engineready.com slash agency checklist. Um, I mean, what analytics program do you use? I use Bob's Analytics. Does that work? Uh, I would think probably not. <laughs> um, I'm not too familiar with Bob's Analytics, so uh, I, I may want to find out uh, maybe why do you guys use Bob's Analytics versus uh, some of the other well-known analytics Excellent. Okay, so you follow up with questions on the package itself. Right. It can't just be uh, number crunchers. I mean, there's, there's ad copy to be written. There's uh, calls to action to be placed on web pages. There's just the, the, the aesthetic aspect of the page. Is it usable? Is it, um, is it creating conversion? So I guess you'd also need um, people who are really familiar with marketing, just hardcore marketing. Yeah, Jim, you know, other than uh, numbers geeks, you also want to look for a company that's filled with a bunch of marketing geeks. They really need to understand what compels people to buy, what's going to get the qualified visitor to click on that ad, visit that site. And and, and you want to look for things such as uh, the company's history in testing. What kind of A-B testing? What kind of multivariate testing have they done? And ask them for specific success stories. Uh, You're probably going to want to also look for some kind of a portfolio of before and after landing pages. It's real important that the agency have the ability to produce con- high conversion landing pages for you because they're really not, they're not, it's not doing bid management. They're really, they're, they're managing your entire search campaign, which is going to reach all the way from uh, the keyword list all the way through to generating those right kinds of landing pages with the right elements that that are going to maximize conversion. So really, it's not just tell me what you're going to do for me, it's show me how you're going to do it. And and tell me what has worked before and what hasn't worked before for you. Is there a, a line that the potential client can come to? I mean, how far can you push to get answers from uh, from an outside agency? 
I would push uh, as as far as you need to be comfortable, and if the agency starts pushing back, then it's probably not going to be a good fit. Because as you said earlier, Jim, remember, this is usually a long-term commitment, uh, a huge investment at stake, and it could set you back one or two quarters if you make the wrong decision. So if you start getting any kind of feeling that the agency is either uncomfortable answering questions, evading questions, uh, then it's probably time to uh, maybe mark those guys off your list and move on to the next one. Well, how about how would you be able to tell if an agency even has time for you? I mean, there's a lot of very successful uh, search marketing agencies out there right now. They have massive client rosters, um, but you know, this is my business. Uh, I, I require specific attention. How do I know that these people will be able to give me what I need? Yeah, it, it's a great question, and, and as as companies search all over the internet for the right type of agency, they're going to see prices ranging all over the board. I mean, from tens of dollars a month to manage an account to tens of thousands of dollars a month to manage an account, and, and the companies have to wonder, wow, what you know, what is the difference here? And one of the key ways to find that out is ask the agency what is the ratio of clients to search marketers. You know, how many clients does each of your search marketing specialists handle? And uh, I'll tell you, you you will catch some of these uh, agencies that uh, are generally lower priced. You're going to catch these guys a little bit off guard with that question. You know, Brian, quick confession. I mean, really early in my career, when I was just starting out as an SEO, at one point I was dealing up with up to 40 clients directly at any given time. And I mean, there, there, was, there was far fewer SEO shops back then, but I think that's, you're absolutely right. Ratio of clients to actual hands-on search marketers, critically important question. Every good search marketing firm has a fairly well-worded contract. Now, contracts can be long and lengthy and extraordinarily well-worded. What are some of the critical points that a potential client should be looking at when viewing a contract? There's a lot of different factors to be looking at on the contract. A lot of it is going to be spelled out in the proposal, and of course you're going to want to make sure that everything from the proposal is carried over to the contract. Uh, but some of the things that, that uh, I've outlined here, and of course there's, there are more in our 57-point checklist white paper, but look for uh, set, any setup fees that you'll, be, that you'll be charged. Is the agency going to put a maximum number of keywords uh, limitation on your account? And uh, generally that's not a good thing because if they say, you know what, uh, for this type of package, we're, we're going to limit your account to, you know, 500 keywords. What happens if that 501st keyword is really the one that's going to generate the most cost-effective uh, clients for you? Absolutely. Also look at what the, the length of the contract is. Uh, now, generally, a, a, a agency is going to want a minimum of three months and the reason why is that the first month is, is really dealing with the, the setup and, and, and starting to really drive some traffic. And month two is getting into really analyzing that, that traffic, analyzing the analytics, getting really deep into the numbers and figuring out what's working, what's not working. And then by month three, it's like, now let's really start testing. We've got a good, data, good database, and let's really start figuring out what can we do to really increase these results. So on, for both the agency and, and the, the company, you really want uh, a minimum of three months. Uh, a lot of agencies are going to ask for commitments of up to uh, six months or a year. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that at all. You know, check to see what the escape clause is and make sure that you have done your due diligence with uh, all the other questions uh, that we've been uh, talking about so far today. Uh, find out also where your ads will appear. Sometimes uh, 
they, they'll show you know they'll say hey we're only going to show in uh, in Google. Other times uh, there may be some some confusion over whether your ads are going to show say for instance on the content network. So you're going to want to make sure that it's really clearly stated exactly where your ads are, are going to be showing, and then. Uh, another really interesting thing to keep keep an eye out for on the contract is who owns your account upon termination. Uh, let's say that you know you you've engaged this agency to manage your to set up and manage your account, and uh, they've been doing you know pretty good job for six months, and then you decide, hey, you know what? It's time for me to pull this back in house because I really want the control. I want to manage it in house. And uh, then you find out from the agency that they say, hey, guess what, guys? We're not going to turn the account over to you because it has all of our secret strategies. And therefore, you, know, you guys have to start all on your own. So you want to make sure that that's in the contract, uh, and that can certainly be negotiated if, it's, if, if the contract states that the agency owns that. It certainly can be negotiated that the client actually owns that account. Well, there's a there's a lot of stuff to look for just in contracts, and again, you as you, as you mentioned, that gets outlined more at the white paper, which can be found at agentready.com/slash/agency-checklist, and that, that's a, that's one word, right? That is one word, right? And one other thing, Jim, I want to mention is you know we've all been on the job interviews, uh, and we get the dreaded question: "Tell me about your weaknesses." And that's an absolutely perfect question to be asking an agency. You know, what, what challenges does your agency face? And, and, and see how well they, they answer that question. I mean, a lot of times you can tell a lot about an agency about what they don't say versus what they do say. So don't feel bad about saying, you know, tell, tell me what are the areas that you're really working on in your agency. Where, where do you see your weaknesses? Well, you know, Brian, I, I really want to hear you expound on that. And I'm afraid I have to cut you off right here because we have to take a commercial break. Um, we'll, we'll be back in a couple minutes with, with Brian Lewis, the Vice President of Engine Ready. You're listening to Best Search Strategies brought to you by Engine Ready on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a couple moments. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. 
Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. We're back on Best Search Strategies, brought to you by Engine Ready. Brian Lewis, Vice President of Engine Ready. I'm sorry I had to cut you off before break. Uh, you were actually just about to go into some of the challenges an agency faces. Right. It's what I what I was saying earlier was it's a it's a great question to ask as you're you're sourcing for a search agency as to <clears throat> what what do they perceive as their weaknesses where where do they feel like they could be doing a better job and of course. As I said in a job interview, how people don't really want to reveal their true weaknesses. Uh, you know, a salesperson in an agency is not going to say, hey, you know what, yeah, we really don't do a very good job of this or that. But it would be interesting to hear how they approach that question. And so it's something that uh, you definitely do want to ask an agency is, is what areas do they think that they could be doing a better job of? Well, Brian, I guess after finding out some of the challenges that your potential agency faces, um, there's a number of questions that an agency ought to be asking a potential client before deciding whether they're prepared to take on a, on a contract or prepared to deal with the contract, um, or just so they can understand what the client needs. What are some of the questions an agency should be asking you if you're looking to outsource your search marketing? Well, Jim, you're going to want to make sure that the agency is doing about as much due diligence on you as you are on the agency. So they're going to be asking you a lot of questions that we actually address in our very first section, which is questions that you should be asking yourself before you even contact any prospective agencies. And probably one of the very first questions that an agency should be asking you is, what are your search goals? What is it you're really trying to achieve? And if that's not one of the first questions you hear, you probably want to mark these guys off your list because the only way that they're going to be able to do an effective job is if they have a good idea of what it is that you're really trying to achieve. And a lot of companies obviously have different types of goals, whether it's lead generation, e-commerce, newsletter signups. Uh, some companies just want, want branding exposure. Uh, and, and even how that's measured is all over the board, whether it's measured on a cost per lead, cost per order, return on ad spend. So make sure that there's a that they're asking you first and foremost what is it that you really want to accomplish with your search marketing. Uh, next, they really should start be getting into kind of the a little bit more of the detail of the numbers. You know what? How much can you afford to pay for a lead or for a sale? You know what? What is your average order value? What is your gross margin? Because at this point, we want the agency to start thinking about is this uh, are the goals of this company realistic? In other words. If they're saying, you know what, I really need to have an order come in at no more than $5 for cost of marketing, and you, you know, you're familiar with that industry and you, th- you see that the average cost like is $2.5, then an agency should be able to say, you know what, that means you need a 50% conversion rate. I'm not sure we can do that for you. And so what, it's very important that you feel like the agency is being honest with you and part of that is when you start delivering those numbers to them, that they can do those computations. How quickly should they do those computations? Like, what would, what would make you comfortable? I think it's important for uh, a company to feel open about, about uh, giving those numbers to an agency. You know, a lot of times companies feel like that, that might be proprietary information. But again, this is 
really going to be a partner in business with you, this agency. And so they're going to really need to know those types of numbers. And so you should feel very comfortable giving those numbers out to the company, so, to the agency rather, so they can really figure out how realistic your goals are and can they really meet your expectations. What are some of the other things that um, agencies should be asking prospective clients before agreeing to, to, to get into a contract with them? Uh, some of these are, 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 are rather small items, but they could turn out to be pretty important. Uh, you know, for instance, are there any government regulations or any search engine restrictions on advertising related to your business? You know, especially if if the company is in, say, the financial services industry, uh, there's a lot of government regulations there as far as what you can and can't say. So the agency should be asking that kind of information up front so that they know how to tailor their specific ad creative. And also, if they're going to be working with you on landing pages, they'll know the types of things they can and cannot say. Uh, it's important for the agency also to be asking you, are you actively promoting your products and services on, online? And, and what is the nature of those promotions? What is working? What isn't working? And, and do they have the data to support those promotions so that you can really dig in and find out, okay, which pieces of those promotions perhaps were working well and which ones weren't? You know, Brian, as the days go on, search marketing gets more and more complicated, but um, you, know, you can basically break it down to two overarching areas. One is you know, meeting goals meeting metrics, being numbers and analytics driven, and the other is just straight out marketing. Are there any questions you ought to be asking or you ought to be asked by an agency? Yeah, Jim, the uh, agency should be asking you to describe your target market uh, as far as w- what's, the, what's the makeup of your, your customers? Uh, what are the demographics of your customers, male, female, age, income level? So that way the agency can have a pretty good idea of how to tailor the ad creative that will really appeal to, that, to the proper demographic. They also should be asking you, you know, tell us a little bit about your competitors. Now, I would expect the agency, depending on how many times you've talked with this prospective agency, to maybe do a little bit of homework to find out uh, some more information about your competitors in your marketplace. But you certainly want that agency or the prospective agency to say, you know, tell me who your number one competitor is. Why, why are they per- perhaps your number one competitor, or why do you think that they uh, have a, a larger market share than you? Uh, and, and that will, again, help the agency figure out what, what they need to do to craft uh, the ad creative and perhaps work with you on landing pages that can increase conversion and perhaps overtake that competitor. Hey, Brian, I think this is my last question for you. Um, is there any question an agency might ask a prospective client that should set off alarm bells and red flags? You know, Jim, I really don't think there are any questions that are probably uh, going to set off any kind of alarm bells for you as a as a uh, prospective client. I think the issue to be more concerned about is the lack of questions. Uh, an, an agency that says, hey, this sounds like a great fit. I'm going to get the contract out to you. Let's get started tomorrow. And I think that should be a red flag. Well, indeed. And, Brian, this is still the dawn of the age of digital marketing. If a company isn't involved in online marketing, search marketing, social marketing, what have you yet, they will be tomorrow. The white paper that the Engine Ready research team came up with, which is at engineready.com slash agency checklist, is a, a critical read for companies experienced and, and not so experienced who are thinking of entering the search marketing industry and, and trying to find a credible third-party search marketing firm to outsource to. Um, Ryan Lewis, Vice President of Engine Ready, thanks for joining us on Best Search Strategies, which has been brought to us by Engine Ready. 
Um, I look forward to uh, speaking to you next month. Great, Jim. Thanks so much. Friends, you've been listening to Best Search Strategies brought to you by Engine Ready. Engine Ready doesn't just use Best Search Strategies. They're creating them as they go along. You can find out more about Engine Ready at EngineReady.com. And while you're there, check out the white paper brought out by the Engine Ready research team on you know choosing a third-party SEM firm as an outsource that's found at EngineReady.com slash agency checklist. And you know, stay tuned for the next Best Search Strategy show with Engine Ready. Next time, we're going to be talking about study results on keyword assist and the use of 800 number prefixes on your websites. Thanks for listening.